Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am Sherry Douglas, and you're listening to episode 21 of the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. The difference between a great interior design and just going out and buying furnishings willy-nilly is the design plan. But how do you plan for the furnishings? Where should I spend my money? And where can I save it? If those are questions that you're asking yourself, stay tuned. This episode is for you. I believe that interior design should be easy, don't you? Regardless of your budget, your home should be a reflection of you and representation of what calls to your spirit. Interior design isn't just about floor plans and decorating, it's about psychology of space. On the Faith-Led Interior Design Show, you'll learn how to transform your home into a place that nurtures your soul and benefits your family without breaking the bank. Hi, I'm Sherry Douglas, and welcome to the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. Our verse for the week is the Proverbs 31 woman. I love Proverbs 31. It explains about a woman who she's very resourceful. So the part of the verse that I wanted to call attention to is she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. And this is so timely for me this week because I put an offer in on a small mobile home park that I wanted to make a tiny home park. And I didn't get it, but it really got me excited about considering some places where I could do a small, tiny home park. So if you guys see anything that is available, uh, please contact me on my website at www.dcdouglasinteriors.com. I would be so excited to look at it. Anyway, the verse is, she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So this is a portion of the chapter, but What I thought was wonderful for this week's podcast is that we're talking about how to mindfully invest in home furnishing. And so anything on these homes, it's really the best to mindfully invest because everything costs so much. It's really something you have to consider the costs and and consider where the items are placed and if they need to be something really special or if they could be a, a secondary thing. The Proverbs 31 woman mindfully considers a field and then she buys it. I love the mindful work that this woman is doing. She's a godly example set for each of us. Your furnishings in your home can add value to your home investment or it actually can diminish the value. So I pray that your home furnishing decisions add value and enjoyment to your household. So let's get into how we can do that. So maybe you're working with an interior designer or not. But if you're working with an interior designer for the first time, you probably have questions. So hiring your first designer can be a bit scary. The most common question I get asked around a project is its budget. What should my budget be? Because most people are unsure of the costs. And that's a really hard question to answer because it really depends on quality that you're buying. Some people can afford really high expensive. We talked about that in the Lux versus Luxury. I have a podcast on that and that you can also find on my website. But you can get a great look with a little money and you can get a great look with a lot of money. And you can get a terrible look with little money and a terrible look with a lot of money. I've seen it done many, many times. So what we're going to talk about today is where to put your money. Where's the best place to put your 
when you're investing in furnishings for your home. But without guidance, it's hard to determine the cost of your furnishings, especially if you don't know if you're paying too much or too little. And you can go over your budget quickly. So first thing is to make yourself a budget so that you're looking at furnishings in your price range. The last thing that you want to happen is the project spiraling out of control financially. Instead, you would love to stay close to your budget and invest in furnishings that'll look good and last for years. That's the goal. Today, I'm sharing three ways to strategically invest in your home furnishings. Okay, so the first way is to consider high traffic items. One of the first things about high traffic is everybody's coming through that front door. So we want to have a great first impression. Also, as you're considering high traffic, those are the areas that you go through that everybody is going to. So kitchen would be a high traffic area or um, even the bathroom, but but that's kind of a secondary one. The obvious first one is your first impression coming into your home. There's there's an entry. So you want to have that to be a first impression. So you can imagine if you came into a home and it's just, oh, you know, it's nice, but it's not wow. Then you walk through the home and you come to a wow kitchen. Wouldn't it be better if you came into a wow entry and then came to a wow kitchen, and that starts making your house be a wow. So it's much more effective. So your first impression is extremely important. Many times it's wise to spend money on the first things that you see when you come into the home. But again, strategically, maybe you have just a beautiful chandelier in your entry and people come in and notice it. Wow, that is so pretty. Or maybe you're coming in and you actually see your fireplace wall. And so you want that to be just done beautifully. That's where you would probably put a little bit more nice things in. And then when people see that, they say, wow. And then they look into the room and it doesn't have to everything be expensive. But another item that I think is really important to be expensive in that entry living room setting is the sofa. If you have a sofa that you can buy at Costco or, you know, those big heavy, those are not effective. So you want to maybe spend a little bit more on your sofa, something that is, you know, a little bit more high quality. It won't warp with time. And that actually will save you money in the long run. Everything does not have to be expensive, of course, but the special piece of furniture could be a awesome sculpture, again, a great focal point that you see, maybe a fireplace wall. You may want to invest just a little bit more in that area on some things, not all of it, just some specific things that look great. Or again, like we mentioned, a beautiful entry chandelier or entry piece. And then as you walk into the living room, some items can be really seen first. They're important to be wonderful. We talked about the sofa, and that could have years of use. The items around it don't have to be as expensive. Possibly a coffee table. You might want to get just a super cool coffee table. But again, that could be just a simple coffee table that looks good. You really can buy some cool looking pieces on a budget or you can pay more per items, but you can get a really cute look on not an extremely high budget. Okay, now let's talk about there's sometimes there's items in the home that are showstoppers. 
So as a interior designer, it's my job to allocate a substantial portion of the budget to statement elements that pull the whole design together. When specific items are showstoppers, they look expensive, and your guests assume that all the items in the house are expensive. But really, if it's done tastefully and well, there's a few expensive items, and the rest don't have to be as expensive. They just look expensive because when people see a real piece that's really great, they just assume everything else is expensive too, but that's not always the case. So that's a real pro tip. Everything doesn't have to be expensive. The trick is knowing which showstoppers to splurge on, like the first impression items. This might include sometimes your dining room chairs could be very, very nice, bar stools, sofas that we talked about, and area rugs. It could include beautiful accessories like some lighting, uh, kitchen and bath fixtures, artwork could be the piece that you put that little bit of extra finances into, sometimes tile accents and things like this. It probably won't be all of the items at the same time, but selecting a few that command attention and then it brings the whole design together is always worth a little bit of an extra splurge. So you can save money on practically everything that's not in the above two categories, which are, again, your high traffic items and your showstoppers. However, there's a delicate balance because you should still purchase fixtures and finishes that will last without needing to buy top-of-the-line items. Designers like me are well-versed in what's available on the market. We're constantly looking at what's available. So we're really probably much more attuned to what's available in the market. The market's constantly changing, so we have to constantly keep up on that. We are in tune with the market daily. So we also know who has the best designer looks, the best quality items, and for the best prices. It really can save you a lot of time and money to use a designer, even if just for consulting. My process for establishing a budget for your interior design project is to simply ask you what is your budget and approach the project accordingly, balancing here and there to get your look, feel, and function that you need. My goal is to make sure that you spend your money effectively and, very important, impressively. We want to make it count, make it have a wow factor. For me, it's all about ensuring that you achieve the dream home that you are envisioning and that it has a wow factor and you and your family love it. It fits your lifestyle perfectly and you feel great in it. So for other helpful interior design tips you can use right away, make sure to sign up for our beautiful and informative monthly newsletter. If you haven't done this, please follow Faith Led Interior Design Show on any of your podcasts that you listen to, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Also, visit dcdouglasinteriors.com. There you'll find my 2022 interior design trends, and you can get a copy of that for free. As the verse for the week says, I pray that the Lord is with you, delighting and rejoicing over you with singing this week. And I pray for your home purchases to add value to your home. So next week, we're going to discuss how to thrive while living through a dusty and chaotic home renovation. So stop dreaming, start designing your luxury home and within your budget. Blessings and see you next episode. Thanks for listening. 
If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a written review. This helps other women who want to have a home that mirrors their amazing self find this show. Remember, you can have a luxurious home that you love on any budget, and I'm here to help you get it done. Blessings and talk to you next time.